welcome everyone to Wrestling and the greatest podcast on this side of the Mason-Dixon line. And, you know, I gotta tell you guys, we are very excited today because today we, well, we're a little excited, but also a little sad because we are going to talk about wrestling and disgraced wrestlers. But before we do that, let's uh, jump right into a very non-disgraced man. In fact, um, what is the opposite of disgraced? Scraced. He's just scraced, not disgraced. Uh, Justin at in-ring art. Justin, how are you today, brother? Not yet. So maybe soon to be disgraced. Who knows? Maybe eventually. Know. It's like you we all know start. We can turn the corner. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as we <laughs> will find out. I don't think you, you're going to have a, the problems that a lot of these wrestlers have, though. I just have a strange feeling that uh, you're just not the type. But I can you know, avoid some of them at least. Yeah, but some stuff can happen. I mean, I have my own history. Uh, you watch any wrestling this week, Justin? Um. I tried. Um, I still have to watch the. I really want to watch the Osprey Yoda Suji match. I'll get you a link. Oh, the Osprey. No, no, I have the link, but I really. I just have been so tired that I've been falling asleep and I really want to pay attention to it. You got to watch that Osprey Suji match, bro. Oh, yeah, that too, maybe. But. That was awesome. I just uh, find myself just, you know, zoning out at matches lately. And I just want to yeah. make sure I'm wide awake and have the focus that they deserve. Yeah, you know, for me, if it is a certain match, I'll put the phone away, you know. Uh, not uh, like 90% of matches, that's not the case. But for a good New Japan main event, I will really try and, and focus out all my uh, distractions, which is not always possible if you have a family and an animal. Yeah. It's a little tough sometimes. And and you wake up early too, so like after everyone's asleep, it's not like you're like you're gonna pass out soon after that, you know? Yeah. I mean you know, a couple times this week I had to wake up about uh four thirty, so um Woo! and usually I wake up at five, so every morning. So it's like nine forty five, I can't really dive into anything yeah. of substance or new. So it's like I just put familiar T V shows on in the background just so I can uh, you know, wind down a little bit and don't have to think. No, you should. Yeah, yeah. And you know, if you're watching, if you are really watching wrestling, you know, you you can focus fully on it. But it's it's definitely some people turn it on in the background, and I do too. If it's not a very important match, but you know, you can sit there and critically watch uh, wrestling. It is possible. But and yeah, somebody you know, that I used to really love to read too. But like every time I read, I just fall asleep. It just it's. Just can't do it anymore. <laughs> I, I read every single day, but here's the thing, man. It does, yes, especially if you read laying down, which I do, it is very easy to get way too tired while you're reading. It's like makes my brain work too hard or something. I don't know. I don't know. Well, do you read laying down, though? Because that's... Sometimes, but... Uh... Yeah. No, it, it is. it is weird that way, like... I, uh, so a lot of times if I really want to focus or say I'll read for an hour, I have to sit on my chair and read, which is not right. very comfortable. But uh, still getting through that Mox book, that, that's that's a pretty damn good wrestling book. Yeah, I've heard. Yeah, he's uh, talking now about the formation of the Shield and just how awesome they were. And he's like, hey, they fucking gave us a heater with Roman Reigns, you know. Hmm. So cool things there. Um, Let's see. 
So first, one really important thing we got to bring up at the top of the show. This is probably one of the, the most important things for you and I and our listeners is uh, Wrestle, uh, what's it called? New Japan World 2.0. Has that happened yet? Not for no, a while, No, it's right? in the process. It's about to happen. Right. The fall. So, yeah, so there's fall. about... So our prices are being raised, which honestly... It's not that bad compared to other services. Like I Netflix. thought we were grandfathered in to the same rate, but new subscribers have to pay more. Oh, is that what they're doing? I think so. That's my understanding. Okay. Okay. I shouldn't be eating. Let me put these chips away. They're pretty good, though. Philly cheesesteak. Oh, nice. Okay. They're actually, cool. they're actually okay. Um, so, the exciting thing is that they are... Making this seem like it's going to be a lot more of an app that can be used on all different services. I mean, so, they're about five years too late, but I'll take it now. Five years too late. I mean, yeah. I was watching Netflix on an Xbox in fucking, what, 2009, you know? Yeah, right. But, you know, I think a lot of it is they're really, this is a response to the non-Japanese audience. Well, um, no, no why would you why would you say that though because even the japanese people have playstation 5s even i know japanese but i people... i i don't think that yeah but they were also watching it on streaming service i mean i i it, it they would have done it a long time ago if the japanese people wanted it i'll be honest with you because they, they they don't really watch on apps and they watch a lot of live tv still and yeah I don't yeah, really but, think it was much of a demand for it in New Japan. Japan sh- New Japan shows are not on live TV unless they're like samurai TV sometimes. Right, and right. When they are, they are. We know a, we know about it. I mean, well, I, I, I mean, it would be a huge mistake if they waited this long to do it in Japan if that was really a thing they needed there. Yeah, you know, it's just like it wouldn't surprise me because the sad thing is, and you and I know this is, web tech in Japan is is years behind. America. Yeah, like, just uh, general technological stuff surprisingly is way behind. I mean, something I've always heard that is like you hear the like about the robots and this this and that and you know, like storefronts, every store might have a uh, auto opening door and stuff like that, but in other ways, specifically modern computing and inter- and specifically HTML web development. Yeah. You know, I, I've heard it, it, and and just more of like modern like consumption um you know when you go to japan and you know they still like make you fill out a lot of paperwork there's not necessarily online applications and stuff there's still paperwork yeah yeah. the government is it's real hard to do government work that way because they want everything in paper especially with citizenship stuff yeah there's a lot of paperwork that has to be done precisely um yeah um and I remember the first time I went to Japan was in 2002, and, um, you know, it was like uh, the phones and all the technology there was like insane. The phones back in 2002 were the best phones. There. Um, it, at and, that point, until yeah. the iPhone came out. Yeah, I would say that the iPhone was what kind of... Um, and the U.S. was behind with the, with the cell phones and the and the, all the gadgets. Yeah, but, and yeah. Back once... then, dude, all they had keychains on their phones, and their phones yeah. were like, uh, mm-hmm. like everyone had keychains on their phones. Here's another thing from back in the day: um, they didn't use SMS for texting like we did. They used email service, 
which made a little bit of a like you could send more stuff over text uh, in right. Japan back then. So, but yes, yeah, th- those kite, those phones were cell phone cameras young, are more advanced. You know, oh, they were they were the best phones in the world at that time, and they had full color graphics with like yeah. games and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then just around the time, that, yeah, like you said, the iPhone two thousand six seven. We just started smart, to blow the them away. Smartphone movement, because yeah. Motorola started doing a smartphone, the the Droid. If you remember the Droid. Well, original. I think it was more. It was really just more with Apple, and yeah, that it was really Apple because I think you know you did have like those Blackberries and Samsung Blackjacks and those kind of things that were. Yeah, the the first smartphone was not an iPhone. Yeah. Yeah. But no, of mov- course not. The, yeah. the movement, the movement was huge and. I would argue probably the iPhone is is the phone in Japan now. Um, I'm not saying it's yeah. most popular, but, it, but. no, it, it it is, it is. Okay. Um, but even Androids, they they wouldn't have happened without iPhones. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the interface yeah. of an of a Android is an iPhone. I mean, with the apps all like that, the like the structure mm-hmm. and the yeah. screen. Ninety nine percent of phones look like this. You know. Yes. Um, I was holding up my iPhone. Yeah, exactly. Like, I can't tell what it is. It's an iPhone. The design of an iPhone is pretty much every... And- every I mean, of course, they're different and they run differently, but... No, but it's a the screen actual on the front, layout and the, the format. Back. Yeah, it's no not but- a flip very phone. Little, very little buttons. Yeah. Um, it's all touchscreen. And that's they're just all, how phones are. They're all based on the iPhone um, and evolved along the way. Maybe they've evolved a little stronger and then iPhones caught up, but everything is based on that original iPhone is what started the smartphone kind of revolution and all that. But, you know, all that aside, just as a society too, I think when, you, when you're on the train in Japan, a lot of people are just like watching live TV on their phones. Uh, ah. like, And they're watching game shows or they're watching talk shows or they're watching really? whatever, but they're watching live TV like you would if you had like, a Google cable TV. account, and they would just be, they're watching live or TV. YouTube TV, YouTube TV, kind of like that. Right, so they, they're they not necessarily watching, like, streaming services a lot, um, but, or, the, yeah. so there's still a live TV on my phone kind of society, um, and they might, they're not a lot, you know what I mean? They're not, they're not um, binging on Netflix and all that stuff they're, 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 as a society yet. So that's Although where the I've necessity... Heard, I've, heard, I've heard Netflix does quite well in Japan, though. Maybe, um, maybe yeah. yeah I mean, but I'm just saying overall uh, the, the the preferred thing. So yeah. that's but maybe... Whatever service took is them, their live TV service. Right. I, and also, I think we also underestimate... Um, there, you know, New Japan Wrestling is obviously, you know, popular, getting more popular in Japan... And growing a little I, bit I since its that. peak, but it's—I mean—it was getting more popular for a while, but it's not nearly as popular as the WWE is here. And it's not nearly as popular as it was in 2017, 18, too. Right, right. I mean, yeah, just like there has been a decline since then, but overall, um, in Japan, it's not—not not everyone in every street corner knows who Kazusuke Okada is here yeah, in Japan, of course. Yeah, Kazuchiko Okada, they don't know who he is, and um, here, you know, not everyone knows who Roman Reigns is, but still, I think WWE is still way more ingrained in pop culture here than New Japan oh, yeah. is in Japan. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, I would agree with that, especially with the Attitude Era was not that long ago, all things considered. Right, and that's when, 
New Japan was very popular around the same time wrestling was popular here. Japan, everything was mainstream like it was here. So um, that was their peak, too, around yeah. the Attitude Era. I would I would say a couple of years before that, but around the around that you know that mid late nineties time, yeah, like yeah. it was here, and you had all Japan. You know, the other thing I've heard about Japan too is is you can never forget the aging population of Japan and how many yeah. old people they are. And I've heard that like for all their technology, a lot of old people still just watch their CRT TV. Um, you know, it's like if it ain't broke, don't fix it thing. I've heard that. You, you know, a lot of older folks are, you know, just like here, not very computer literate and that those old technologies are still important for a lot of. the uh, Yeah, I mean, um, Maria's parents still, you know, they have a hard time using the iPad <laughs> when yeah. we FaceTime them and stuff. But, they you know, like, yeah, they're not um, they don't have a computer at their house. Um, they have a TV that's probably, I don't know, 15 years old. And well, <laughs> yeah. Come to think yeah. of it, the TV I have in our house is getting that old too. <laughs> yeah, but, but we still use it. It's fine. It's flats, a sharp. <laughs> the new flat screens last fucking. I mean, I'm probably using a TV to my left here that's probably that old. I bought it off, uh, you know, um, Facebook Marketplace. I got it for thirty bucks. So I think I got mine in. Inch. Two, well, I bought a a sharp in 2012, I think, or yeah. 2013, two, something like that. And I've it's a forty two inch sharp that probably cost me six hundred bucks when I bought it or seven hundred, and it still works like a champ. It is kind of crazy though that that same TV nowadays would be like two hundred bucks. I know, right? I've <laughs> thought about it at times, just getting another TV and I'll just put this in the bedroom, but and get like a fifty five inch. But you know, for all the okay. complaining we do about prices going up, at least TV prices have actually gone down. That's kind of a nice. Yeah. Nice little thing. Well, that's so. one of those things where you're only supposed to buy one every 10 years. Yeah. And, you know, once everyone has one for a while, you, the only thing to get them to buy another one is to make them cheaper. That's true. That's true because they last and they're not even heavy anymore. So you can bring them from house to house and not oh, give yeah. a fuck. Unlike, uh, I, I, this is on a sidebar, but I saw this YouTube video from 1999 and the guy got a brand new TV. And they were like, whoa, bro, how much was it? And he's like, I got it on discount for 5000 <sighs> And it was like, seriously, like a 40, a 30-something inch square TV. Yeah, tube, yeah. Like Sony fucking Trinitron or whatever. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, Remember those. Uh, just, just hilarious um, how times have changed. And it makes it better for us wrestling fans, too, to watch it on an iPad. Um, so, yeah, we got uh, the new New Japan World coming. I'm hoping it's a major, major upgrade. I'm still skeptical. You know, when you do the translations, I instead of matches, it says Game 2, Game 3. Um, we'll see, man. There's a yeah, lot Yeah, we'll see if done. they take the translation seriously. I mean, isn't that, uh, you know... Uh, what's his name? Chris Charlton's job is doing. He should be, um, you know, heavily for the involved web, in that. <laughs> the website, all it does is just Google Translate. The yeah, it website. should be better than so, that. I know yeah, they're, they're, yeah. And and there are examples. I mean, you look at Abima. Their uh, web service is pretty damn good, actually. Way way better than New Japan World. Mm. And they've got like the huge artwork up there with all the cool matches as part of the details of the artwork and stuff. And you just click on it, boom, it plays right there, mm -hmm. you know. There's no 
Um, and, and I also, this is my major hope, is that New Japan World broadcasts in like fucking 480p or something. Or 720p. No, they're... Not even HD. Their picture quality, and I've been saying that for a while, is it doesn't look like stuff's in HD ever. It's not, dude. Which is like crazy to think. Like That's 2007. I think everything has moved past that since then. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So... Uh, now that would take a camera upgrade as well. Maybe not though. I've I've seen their cameras and their monitors, and those are really expensive, high quality. I'm wondering too, like what other live sports there, like baseball and you know whatever. What they what, run? What, they, what run. they run? Because if they're not running in HD, yeah, if um, sumo, there's... I don't know, dude. Sumo is HD online. Like mm-hmm. I watch the NHA, NHK broadcasts online. Right. By, by the way, did you see uh, who was at a recent sumo meet? Well, if NHK is doing it, then they probably have NHK production value. Yeah. So it's not, the production isn't New Japan. Uh, You know, it's not the Sumu company doing the production. So that's probably why it's HD. Did you see who was recently spotted at a Sumo event? No. It was was Kojima, right? He wasn't there, but he was posting on Twitter. He says, I was watching Sumo. And I seen this guy in the background and I couldn't stop looking at him because he looked exactly like Tai Chi. Well, Tai Chi's a big sumo fan. Well, if you zoom out, you can see Tai Chi there and you can see Sonata right next to him wearing, trying to look hidden. You know, the hat, the glasses, all that stuff. Right. So uh, No one was going to recognize him anyway. Tai Chi. Yeah, but Tai Chi looked like Tai Chi. He was wearing his... Fucking 90s style with his glasses. You know what I right. mean? Yeah, was, yeah, kind of Ed Hardy kind of style. It was pretty great, man. So, uh, yeah, there you go. Um, tai Chi. Let's see. Besides that, uh, just wanted to dig into... And again, Justin, I got a friend who's going to hit me up here. So, I'm going to keep you updated on what we're doing. Yeah, uh, man, again, we can keep it brief. That's cool, man. Whatever. I, I don't know if it will be. We'll, we'll, it'll, it'll depend. I want to try to go an hour at least. Um, yeah. The other thing I wanted to talk about is the uh, WWE releases. Hold, hold on one second. Can you guys stop that? I'm hearing nothing but that. That crunching. Okay. Clanging and clattering. Yeah, man. Cla- I don't know clanging. what they're doing. They're acting a fool is what they're doing. Wait, that's your kids, right? Yeah. Still okay, doing anyways. it. anyways. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to talk a little about the WWE releases, and I wanted... Your oh opinion. my god you know what i realized is that i act i might have jinxed Dolph ziggler last week guys stop <laughs> say we're doing a live recording people yeah <laughs> live to tape um yeah yeah because i remember last week i we talked about how you know wwe probably won't re- release wrestlers at least i said that because they're only gonna get rid of uh people that are duplicated already like endeavor with marketing people and behind the scenes kind of people. Mm -hmm. And we kind of talked about how, you know, we, I don't know how Dolph Ziggler's name came up, but I remember mentioning his name. Uh, they're not going to get rid of Dolph Ziggler because he can also, he has a background in fighting or whatever like that. Cause he was a wrestler or something like that, but Mm -hmm. they're they're Yeah. Sorry, Dolph. Clearly he was, uh, I do, I do feel like that one was a little bit of, I feel like the Ziggler one is probably a little more consensual than we we realize. Is my opinion because yeah, 
I feel like if Dolph Ziggler wanted another year there, he could have done it. Yeah, I mean... What do you think? I, I think he might have been someone that they, months ago, said, Hey, man, if we were to cut you one day, how would you feel about that? Um, and I, I think eventually maybe he just... Maybe he stepped in and said, Okay, let me go. Um, you know how sometimes they offer people buyouts or... You know, yeah. before they make layoffs, maybe he was one of the ones that went in and said, I'm well, good. Here's why I say this, because Ziggler is in a, one of those spots where like a Miz is, where he can always, you know, people like him. Yeah, he's, he's a good performer. Popular. Yeah, I mean, he's always someone that will, you know, if you're in a pinch, you can always throw Dolph out there. Real big, you also, know, he's a professional. He's also been screwed by booking quite a bit over the years. Um, yeah. They, I mean, you know, I know I, they gave him the title once and all that, but um, he's always been a guy that they've been afraid to really, really go with. Which I thought they were going to after Survivor Series when he, he Sting helped him out and right. you know, they did all that. I thought, oh, it's it's we're finally going to see him push. And I, people wanted it, too. And nothing came out of that. So um, I have heard so, interviews yeah. where Dolph Ziggler has specifically said that he will only play the gateway role for so long. You know, the yeah. new wrestler has to wrestle this guy. And I remember years ago him saying, I'm only going to do that so long until I don't don't want to do that position anymore. Right, the gatekeeper, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the other thing is you look at his Twitter years ago now, and it still says, comedian, and I wrestle on the side. Which, you know, is a funny joke, but... Maybe that can tell you what he, how he thinks about his life nowadays. Yeah, I mean, I remember three, four years ago, he was out here, you know, at the comedy store and, you know, Laugh Factory doing stuff here and there. And his brother, too, seems to have some kind of improv background as well. The only thing is, I don't think he's that funny, dude. I have never seen any of his stand-up, so stand-up, I don't Stand-up, yeah. No. It's, uh, yeah, so... I, I could see AEW signing him for a few matches. I mean, yeah. And, you know, there's he. I have a kind of a curiosity of how he'd be in a, in a few New Japan-style matches. Because he's That'd a be pretty cool talented too. wrestler. Um, that would and be kind of fun to watch. WWE style for years and years. Although I don't know if he can wrestle anything besides that anymore. Um, but he is, a, like, he was an amateur wrestler... Um, you know, kind of a shooter in that sense. So, uh, and at this I, point, I, he, he's not really high mileage. So, you know, I know he's in his early forties. He's probably if he saved though, he's probably good for a long time. So you never know; he could just want to be a comedian from here on out. You know, it's mm -hmm. very possible. But you'd find the ring calls people back to it more than it doesn't. And who knows? Maybe WWE, what they've been doing is they'll release them in six, they'll, in six months he'll come back. Who knows? He'll come back and it'll be yeah. like a big deal. So um, the other thing, uh, let's see who else. Quincy Elliott, the super diva. That lasted about a week. Shelton Benjamin, very good wrestler. Uh, not being used a ton, I suppose. Yeah. Um, getting up there in age. Still good wrestler though, dude. It's another guy that can find himself back in New Japan. True. Very good point. Uh, top dollar, Riddick Moss. Poor Riddick Moss, man. He never got going. And then he, like, caused major injuries to a few people. So that sucks, kind of, man. 
and what he just got he's just getting married to uh emma Emma. also got released yeah yeah that's rough but i know that emma is pretty well off though because she invested her money wisely allegedly well she must because i follow her on instagram and like when she's not wrestling She's like at these super luxurious places all the time. Yeah, I think what she, I think I saw her post about how she invested in a lot of kind of plate, uh, you know, condos and whatever in exotic places. And, you know, maybe, uh, what do you call it? Um, like rents them out. I hope rent, not. Yeah, she, she, um, what do you call it when you, you fl- not flip it, but she, she, um, renovated a lot of them and she well, rents she them out rent, and stuff rent them yeah. out to people that's smart as hell or or yeah. uh or you can do a uh what's it called when you when you make it a little hotel airbnb right and she i think she has a passive income and pretty much Good. she just can go to all her places when they're available and i think Good she said her. smart smart kids set her stuff up well I, I hope that's the case um i won't say that she's any kind of great wrestler but uh, I, I hope that's the case for her and her husband. I mean, she um, had a, a good lot. personality, and uh, yeah. yeah. No, I don't remember anything in the ring, and she has showed a little bit of range, you know, to be in the comedic, yeah. and she could be serious too. She was okay. Not l- her listen, comedic was bad though, bro. Like she wasn't. Whole, like, uh, and... She was definitely um, had more talent than you know, a good amount that <laughs> made it further. We'll put it that way. Yeah. Um, Aaliyah. Rick Boogs, who also, like, you know, kind of was starting to get a little something. Then, boom, what, he, like, blew out his... his, his He blew out his knee at WrestleMania, didn't he? Blew out his knee, was that it? When, it, when he, I yeah, think so. Yeah, yeah. He was carrying, like, Otis or something. What, 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 is that what I see in my head? Uh, wasn't it? I think so. It was him and Nakamura in a tag yeah, match, right? Yeah, him and Nakamura in a tag match, yeah. And, uh... That sucks. He he was always a kind of a funny character, um, but you know it's one of those things too. When you're that big, it's probably injuries are a little more risky. I believe when you're that huge. And you know so. when you're a hardcore weightlifter, which yeah, that's what he is. Um, you press your body to the limits, right? So, mm-hmm. um, you know I know you've got all these big muscles around you, but. When it comes down to it, no, your that ligaments... can affect your flexibility. Though I, I've heard like some dudes that are that huge have trouble wiping their ass because they're so huge. You know what I mean? <laughs> but you know, keep in mind when you do build your muscles, your bones are still the same relative size, and so are your ligaments. Yeah. Um. So when your body is super strong, your ligaments don't exactly. I mean, I could be wrong. I'm not a doctor or whatever, but. I know that there's certain injuries that only, you know, people that work out get. And that's because they're using their body to the absolute limit. And Well, people that, that are bodybuilders type of workout. Is yeah. What you're saying. Yeah. Right. So, you know, no, there's a knee trade-off. ligament. Yeah, there's a trade-off. There's some parts of your body that you can't necessarily strengthen um, that are aided by muscles. So ligaments, I guess, you know. Or whatever his injury was, but I think he was also a guy that was kind of expecting, you know, right when he got hurt it was probably when he, where he was at his peak, and maybe yeah. he was expecting to be shot right out of a rocket once he was healthy, and once that started to happen, maybe he got a little, you know, 
Well, his uh, claim, his claim. Impatient. Have you heard what he's his claim? Yeah. Is? Didn't he say something about politics? He says that when Vince McMahon uh, lost power, it was the end for him. Which Dave Meltzer commentated, "Who the fuck do you think signed the papers that are firing you, dude? Who do you think made the final decision to fire you, dude?" And as we're, I don't think Vince was ever out of power. To be honest with you, now that we're going back on this, <laughs> now that now that we're going back, yeah, like, yeah, um, I mean, he was on the phone constantly with. I I oh, do I'm think sure. that if you have a really bad injury, Vince, that's a very easy way for Vince to sour on you. It seems like, um, yeah. So Vince might have loved Boogs until that injury, and he's like, nope. We're not going to do it because if we give him something and he gets injured, then you know what I mean? Well, and there's that thing I heard Randy Orton say this years ago. He's like, if you get injured, that's my place to step in and take all your money and shit, basically. You know? Yeah. And well. thing, the world moves forward. So I'm not saying anyone stepped in as his, as his replacement, but the world moved forward, bro. And, and especially that WrestleMania to the next WrestleMania was like one of the biggest changes we've ever seen in the company. So right. things change, man. Um, and yeah, uh, Bryce Montana, Dana Brooke, probably past her prime in the WWE. I don't think she's very good, and I think she's lucky. Someone that, that stuck around a little far. longer than we thought. Like you know, who's lasted forever is like what's that kid's name? He's that cruiserweight. Uh, oh, he's in the Heritage Cup. Dom. Dom. Nor oh I can't remember his name. Anyways, they have a Scottish wrestler who's like literally been on on like with WWE for like almost ten years, I think, dude. No, hmm. maybe like eight years, and I think he's wrestled like seven times. Noam Dar. I, there we go. Oh, is he? But he, I, he, I don't see him that often. But I think a lot of those guys that it seems like the, I don't know. Like I'd have to look at it, but it seems like a lot of the wrestlers that actually you know, come from another country, it takes, they, they get, they stick around longer because, you know, they realize like, oh, you know, this person came all the way here from another country and we're going to let them go a year later. I think they mm, seem to get, they I, do I, that. I, they do that though. I mean, Nakamura is a guy who's probably proof. I mean, not proof. He's kind of, doesn't seem like he'd ever be released, but he relocated his entire family here. So, um, you know, like Kushida was a guy who had to ask for his release, right? I believe. Uh, there's been a few of them. I mean, e even Mustafa Ali asked for his release years ago. Uh, and John didn't get Huber it, but he asked, finally, yeah. John Huber asked for his release and received it. Right. Um. So it, it just depends. By the way, who is the name of that wrestler who wrestled in bar wrestling? And I hate to describe him like this, but I don't know. He was like a homosexual guy. A pretty talented guy, maybe Filipino. Um, ah, oh, what's his name? Does that ring a bell at all? I know Jake Atlas. Jake Atlas. I just need that name for later. Okay, that's all. I know that's random, but mm -hmm. uh, we might talk about him later because of our subject. Um, okay, so yeah, you had uh, Dana Brooke. This, these two, I actually really like. And I actually think they're really talented. I don't know about wrestlers, but that's Mansoor and Mace. Oh, they were doing that model thing towards the end? They were. And I guess those two have kind of become best friends. But I will say, their Twitch streams, at least, are very funny. And Mansoor is 
hilarious. You know, you remember they pushed him at that one Saudi show. Do you remember that? Right. Yeah, and there was always, like, kind of rumors of him getting a push at some point, right? I think so, but he got that Saudi show, he won that, and I think that's the one where the martial artist came in, from the Saudi martial artist came in, and uh, that was cool. Mace never really did anything. If you remember, he did commentary for a little bit, and he is quoted as saying, uh, he, he, he did the, the, the red Hell in a Cell match between The Fiend and Seth Rollins. Oh, Remember for that commentary? One? Yeah, and he goes, he's going to impale him! And I'm like, bro, it's a hammer. You can't I, impale I, someone. It, I think, uh, you know, someone back there liked him and was trying to give him chances, so. They tried. They they really tried him in all different places. He was also part of, like, Retribution. Um, right, right. So, his original name was Dio Madden. Which I guess, like, maybe a mix of his love of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure and football is my guess. Did he give, um, then he must have given, I know he did commentary at NXT for a while. Did he? Right? I think so. I remember I that name. Remember, I just remember they threw him on commentary way before he was ready on, uh, you know, Raw or whatever. Mm. It was a d- disaster. I didn't hate it, but they, they didn't like it. Um, Shanky is gone. Ulyssa Leon. Daniel MacArthur. Kevin Ventura Cortez. Daba Cato. Commander oh, okay. Aziz. That's, I guess I remember who that was, yeah. Alexis Gray, Brooklyn Barlow, and Ikemenjiro. Uh, so Ikemenjiro and Saray were these two Japanese talents that didn't make it in WWE. I mean... They tried to make Saray into a magical girl who changes into, like, Sailor Moon. That didn't work. And they never took Ikemenjiro seriously. They just made him do his uh, comedy gimmick the whole time. Did you even watch Jiro in, in WWE? Uh, no, I don't even know who that is. Oh, he's the guy that wears, like, the dinner jacket with the crazy patterns on it. And uh, if, if that don't ring a bell, then you, you, you won't know. But I wa- used yeah. to watch him in All Japan. Kind of a comedy wrestler, but a, a great wrestler. And, hmm. uh, you know, so, yeah. And then, yeah, Elias, of course. Uh, I don't really have much to say about him. I feel like his whole career is like, oh, he was really mean in Seattle once, and he got booed a lot once. Very entertaining at times, but somebody when? were... Well, he was when he would do the John Cena stuff when, and all that, that was pretty good. And when Elias came and beat him up, I mean, not Elias, um, Braun Strowman, you know, okay. I just, he was he was pretty good. Um, I didn't, you know, I, I don't really can't think of any wrestling matches, but um, he was fine. But I thought it was they kind just, of funny they, they, when they he didn't was know what to do with him. They didn't, yeah, they didn't know what really to do with him. Um, they, you know, they weren't going to like give him like any major, you know, angles or anything. So. Yeah, he was kind of funny outside the ring, but inside the ring, he was never nothing special. That's what I meant, yeah. I mean, I don't remember anything great inside the ring, but he definitely, you know, his songs and his stuff was, was entertaining. And I guess and the only thing is he couldn't really play guitar that well either. That confused me. Was that the joke? Oh, I don't know. I wasn't really paying that much attention. I'm not a musician. I'd rather so. have Stone Cold Steve Austin play guitar than him. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. That's interesting. Some of these dudes, I feel like we might never see again. 
Um, because, you know what I've noticed? A lot of wrestlers that leave WWE, they don't want to go back to the indies. <laughs> They're just like, fuck it, you know? But you can be a Matt Cordona, dude. You can do that. Yeah. I th- well, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, he likes wrestling, so I think that's what keeps him going. Mm. Speaking of that, I watched Matt Cordona versus Maki Ito in Japan for DDT. Oh, I heard that that happened. It was actually was it? pretty cool. Yeah? I don't know awesome. who um, Matt Cordona's partner is, but she's kind of funny, too. And, um, yeah, I mean, uh, Maki Ito beat the hell out of him. He was bleeding everywhere. He, she came out, got the pizza cutter, rolled it across <laughs> his forehead, but he ended up fucking her up in the end. So, pretty good <laughs> match, actually. So, yeah, those are the releases. And, uh... By the way, I was just watching No Mercy and Collision. Um, no Mercy, pretty good tag match. Looks like the gangster guys uh, uh, retained. And I saw Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho beat their opponents as well in a pretty good match. Then they both nice. did a promo for tomorrow. Um, you going to watch Wrestle Dream? Maybe. Was it at 5 o'clock? Mm-hmm. On my time, yeah, I'm gonna try. It's in Seattle, yep. Yeah, that should be. And cool. NXT was in Bakersfield tonight. Wait, Wrestle Dream is that is that an actual pay per view, right? Yes. Okay. But like I said, NXT was in Bakersfield. Surprised you didn't go to that, man. You could have gone to two NXT shows in the span of a year. <laughs> what Bakersfield, huh? Hmm. Yeah, that's that's about a two hour drive from here. That seems fun. Not a lot of reasons to go there. The arena is in Bakersfield. There's an arena there, just some like probably where Cal State Bakersfield, something. Mm. There is a little arena there because they do house shows there and everything too. You ever been to the Greek theater? Yeah. What'd you see there? Um, a gra- high school graduation. Oh, okay. Um, cool. Greek theaters, it's like a smaller, a way smaller version of Hollywood Bowl. Very yeah. cool, though. Very cool. It looks like there's trees all around it and stuff, which is kind of cool. It's in Griffith Park. It's in Griffith Park. Yeah. Cool. Griffith Park cool. is huge. Huge. Uh, they got everything for where the, it's where the LA Zoo is. It's where the observatory is. It's all in the Griffith Park kind of. I've been to the parks like there. I've been to parks like that, like in uh, in uh, in. What is it called? Atlanta. They have their Piedmont Park, and it is just like it's calling it a park is kind of inappropriate because it's it's so huge. You know, it's more like a whole public center, public area. Okay, um, we are going to move on. Um, we'll talk more about Collision and all that later. You still there, Justin? I'm here. Okay, um, we're going to move on to wrestling and disgraced wrestlers. Now, what do we mean? by disgraced because this is we're, we're trying to talk about wrestlers who essentially are out of the business like kind of blacklisted right right not mm-hmm. just from one company because we know there's wwe wrestlers that'll never wrestle in wwe again but and re- just you know also make clear that we're not necessarily assigning guilt to these people it's all about alleged and what you know why they're just not in the business anymore we're not um, this is also labeling awesome. someone as something that they might not be. 
where these are all alleged allegations, you know. S- some of them are. Some of them are actually have been found guilty. Right, but I'm just saying in general, there's some people that we're going to talk about that haven't really been convicted of a crime per se, and a lot, um, a lot of people where it's a lot of, you know, one word against someone else's word kind of deals, you know. We are n- we are giving our opinions first and foremost. Um, you know, even if it sounds like we're making a statement of fact, that is this this show is our opinion. So um, we yeah, many things are alleged. And this is Justin and I's opinion. So, I mean, just get that out of the way first and foremost. But wanted to talk about some wrestlers that over time things have happened, whether it's their fault, most of the time it is, or other things that have caused them to uh, have caused them to not be in the industry, sometimes causing a stain on the industry as well. Again, my opinion. First one. And, and first of all, we're not going to talk about Chris Benoit, okay? So let's just get that one out of the way, right? You can't be blacklisted if you're not alive. Yeah, so, yeah. So I'd, I'd rather even not. I'd rather just not. Um, is Jimmy Snuka still alive? No, he died about five he or died. six years ago, yeah. But even before that, though, he was kind of blacklisted, right? I mean, I want to say towards the end of his life he was like suffering from dementia and stuff so um i don't think yeah and when that whole all those allegations i mean he was literally deemed um you know did he have dementia at that point trial yeah like he was literally determined that he was not healthy enough to to uh be on trial well i know that snooker was not in WWE like through the nineties and stuff, right? No, I, no, he wasn't. Yeah. So I don't know. I, yeah. Was he doing the, let, let, let me quickly look at his career. Let's see if he was, I mean, doing, he was, like, pro- he was pretty like stars of wrestling or anything. Yeah, like Yeah. I think he was pretty, you know, not able to compete on a full time level by that time. Uh, health wise. Okay. Yeah, the '90s. So he did. He 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 actually had a lot of appearances in WWE in the 2000s. So maybe maybe he is not a I guess disgraced wrestler. Um, he's passed away, so he can't actually uh, be considered that. So I guess we'll put an asterisk next to his name here. But some things is that Snuka did have an alcohol problem, as a lot of people do. It's not yeah. necessarily a horrible thing, but unless you make it. But fellow wrestlers have told stories of it being unwise to drink with him for their own sake, which doesn't help the shaky reputation he built. Um, Buddy Rogers, Snooka's longtime mentor, told of Jimmy Snooka abusing women other than his ex-girlfriend, who had been, he had been suspecting of murdering 32 years ago, allegedly. Uh, Snooker wasn't charged in the original investigation into the murder, but the case was reopened after an unseen autopsy report, which was revealed, which had labeled the death a homicide. So, but again, as you said, by the time they were to this point, he was so demented that it was hard to even communicate or understand, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, he was deemed unfit to set to uh, stand, stand trial. trial, I believe. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to erase him from the list. Next up. Brad Maddox. Have you ever heard of him? 
Yes. How do you know him? Um, well, he was uh, kind of a uh, raw general manager character slash wrestler. Um, you know, very attractive guy, look good looking guy. That, that was kind of my first thing yeah. that I noticed about him is he was like this really handsome, young looking guy. Yeah, and I could see why, you know, Vince McMahon would want to put him on TV, and yeah, you know. Um, now, was he a wrestler, know. an actual wrestler? Yeah, he was. He was. Um, and nothing of note, though. Nothing of note per se. I know, like towards the end when he got released, um, he got released for a very random reason. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't just the uh, sex tape with Paige and yeah. Xavier Woods. So, well, I think... uh, now that's a huge allegedly, bro. <laughs> with Xavier Woods, I've seen the video. Is do they're we, both do in we the video. We know it's him. That is Xavier Woods. He's admitted, right? Well, they were both in the video, but they weren't engaging with each other. I think no, right? but Xavier Woods was wearing a mask, bro. No, I think it was. I think Xavier Woods was pretty much. Oh God! In it, the one I saw, he was wearing a mask. Oh, well, I don't know then. I didn't really see much of it. If I remember correctly, but one of them was filming or what? I don't know. Anyways, um, out of the three of them, he seemed to have uh, got the shortest end of the stick. No pun intended. Um, yeah, I got you. And he did wrestle afterwards, and I think what happened was he was trying to some kind of new character stuff, and I want to say he called the audience at a house show pricks, and Vince fired him because of that. Oh, come on. That's a normal thing to do. I'm pretty sure I heard The Miz call me that the other day. There you go. So he got fired literally because of that. It could have been just some other things manifesting. So um, for, for those that don't know... Um, when he left WWE, he came under fire for, uh, this is Brad Maddox, for his involvement in lewd pornographic videos he created with Paige. Uh, Maddox and Paige dated between 2014 and 15. Um, after the video's leaks, he deleted all his social media's account. Although it has been proven that Maddox did not personally leak the media, his involvement to the scandal has not given WWE or many other companies incentive to uh, bring him into the fold. He recently resurfaced in photos on his wife Ryan's marriage coaching website, and he has changed his legal name from Joshua Klutz to Tyler K. Warner to, to be an actor. So, yeah, he was like, you know what, in his whole situation, I kind of felt bad for him, you know. Uh, uh, didn't necessarily do anything illegal or wrong. Um, I, I kind of agree with you on that, man. Like, yeah, I, he's a he guy, and you know what, it's he funny. He never even leaked it. He never even leaked the video. He's a guy that I've seen in my area from time to time, so I think he lives really? in Southern California. Um, you know, so did you see him walking around or what? Yeah, yeah, I have, and I, you know, this is maybe a year ago or so, and then I seen him um, at a gym a few years before that. I think right when he might have just been released from WWE in like 2015 or whatever. But you know, he's a guy. I don't see. I I think with him is. He was probably always thinking about just going into the acting thing. Um, 
and I mean, if probably, I, him, I might, I might feel that way too. Cause I mean, um, he probably didn't have enough of a in-ring reputation to go and do the Indies afterwards. Um, yeah. he was probably one of those pure WWF trained people. Um, that's possible. I, I don't know I his background I, in terms of his wrestling training or whatever. I, but. I've never heard anyone say like, you got to go back and watch this Brad Maddox promo. In fact, he's he's someone I barely hear talked about at all today. Yeah, I mean, he came up through Ohio Valley and FCW, so we're talking about, you know, pure those WWE early... training. Pure WWE training. He was a referee for a while, I believe, at some point makes, as well. That makes sense. Um, You know, but so, like we said, you know, he's a, you know, uh, attractive guy that, you know... It probably could have done a, if he would have went a different direction. Could have done a little more, but so so um, we we do agree on this though that you know may, maybe this was partially his choice to stay out of wrestling. Maybe and um, I also, I don't know enough to say, but I know out of a lot of people in these situations, he really got kind of a short end of the stick. He, it seems he, like. Yeah, he he didn't get a fair shake. It seems like that's for sure. And so, I'm not saying he was gonna you know. You know, go on everyone's Mount Rushmore of wrestlers or anything like that. No, but but, um, but getting blacklisted—that seems extreme for what, what happened. I'll yeah, exactly. Yeah. While you have two of the other people involved in that, one of them is a champion, and the other is is becoming a legend. So yeah, I mean, it's pretty crazy. So again, and you know, that's why I like talking about this, Justin, because this stuff isn't all so clear-cut right it's not always they did something bad and they deserve blah 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 sometimes there's a lot of nuance to this so that's why i wanted to talk about uh this stuff right uh moving on to bill demops uh, who was yeah. a wrestler actually mm -hmm. um, tell me tell me if you know why bill demont is on this list uh for being a dickhead trainer right for not just for being the head trainer, but for things he did as head. No, trainer. I saw being a dickhead of a trainer is what I said. <laughs> oh, being a dickhead of a trainer. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's probably putting it light. I, I, I imagine again, alleged stories come out though, and uh, four years into his tenure, numerous stories from wrestlers willing to attach their name to their allegations came forward with stories that he f made a toxic workplace and uh, culture. And essentially, he was kind of abusive to the to the trainees. I'm not saying he like fucking slapped them directly, but you know, making it you know. And WWE's always been known as having a, a toxic kind of competitive culture, so you can only imagine someone making it even worse. Oh yeah, I mean, you know, and I think you know a lot of his approach was like that old school approach. So you might have some of the veteran wrestlers. I think one of them that spoke out for him in his defense was uh you know chris jericho so i mean he definitely had an old school approach where um you know maybe some obscenities and inappropriate terms were being used towards the wrestlers and can't just yeah. you can't do that shit these days yeah obscenities uh um you know kind of the jim corden that thing of using old school jokes or, or old school metaphors that nowadays are kind of shocking to hear uh th those are all guesses um but you know i do wonder i wonder if a lot of these guys got trained under shibata if they would consider it abusive too uh pr I, I think bill demont did have probably his own way of doing things because no one's ever 
ever claim that Shibata was abusive. But he does kick your ass, that's for sure. Maybe there's yeah, a difference it, there. He definitely does, and I think... You know, he was probably also, Shibata was training guys with different mindsets and backgrounds uh, than NXT wrestlers that were oh, abs- absolutely playing college basketball and all the stuff, you know, uh, I don't yeah, know. You're, you're, yeah, you're right, because when you go into that 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 dojo, you, you kind of know what you're getting into. Exactly, right. But NXT, you're right, you're, you've been a shot put thrower for the last you know, five years. All of a sudden, you're 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 you know you're doing all this crazy shit, a hundred like thousand squats, all that type of stuff. Because I mean, uh, you know, if you're going to New Japan Wrestling, you probably know what New Japan Wrestling's about, and uh, yeah, you because know that they, you're they only gonna... take you from the training academy that they actually you have to pay to go to. So I yeah, mean... and that being said, you can make people squat until they throw up in a respectful way. That's not calling them inappropriate demeaning terms along the way or you know threatening a them a you know? slur or something like that yeah yep and that is it is kind of old school that way if you're not you know picking up your pace then they'll use like an f slur or something like that yeah exactly um, and again we don't know exactly what happened but we're just hi- hi- like hypothetically that's what we, seems to be the case yeah and we've worked with people that are that foster toxic environments too so we sure. kind of can understand um, this one made me sad because I kind of liked the guy, actually. Uh, James Elworth. James oh, Elworth. James Elworth. Oh, James Ellsworth. Yeah, okay. What, is, uh, it is he disgraced or Ellsworth? Now? Ellsworth, I believe. Yeah, I really, that was pre-AEW. I thought the uh, AJ Styles, Dean Ambrose, James Ellsworth program was very entertaining, in my opinion. Mm. Um you know sure, what happened with him? Yeah. Was was he accused of being a creeper? Uh, yeah. I heard that here and there. Yep. Yep. Mm. Yep. Uh, allegations surfaced in 2018 that he sent nude photos of himself to a 16-year-old girl. He categorically oh, allegedly. While he initially categorically denied the claims, um, something was reported shortly after the news that, that Ellsworth offered to pay someone to go to the girl's house and destroy the pictures. Oh, boy. Yeah, which is like this double layer of horribleness. Later, more women came out with accusations of Ellsworth, suggesting a pattern of lewd behavior. So, oh, boy. Why don't you tell the people that are listening why Ellsworth is different from a lot of wrestlers on this this list? Um, Just because he's very peculiar looking, you know? He's a joke wrestler. He's a comedy yeah. wrestler. A comedy wrestler, no chin, very thin, very doesn't thin. look to be in any yeah, type no of chin music, athletic right? shape. Yeah, no chin music. Uh, bad with women was his character, right? He's awkward yeah. with with Carmella, right? That was his. Didn't I believe he, like, so. Yeah, Carmella. Yeah, yeah. I believe He's so. He's having a baby soon. Shout outs to Carmella. Um, yeah, that's true. It'll be uh, it'll be Corey Graves' like fifth child. So. Okay, okay, but yeah, James Elworth, I thought he was a funny performer. He could, you know, the best thing about him, and, and look, just because he did this shit, that's horrible. I can still say I, I liked it when it happened, right? And that's one mm-hmm. of those other things that we have to deal with in this conversation is separating the art from the artist. You know, can you still watch certain wrestlers? Yeah, so my friend's going to be here in 20, by the way. 
Okay, we'll we'll pile we'll, we'll plow go, through. We'll go through a few more, and maybe yeah. we'll do a part two later. You know what I mean? Yeah. If we don't why not? Do all the names. Okay. So, uh, but but I, Ellsworth was entertaining to me. Um, it's horrible to hear that he did these things, and uh, all you can do is hope that these this person gets treatment, gets help, and uh, doesn't do it to other people, and and doesn't is do held it. accountable for his actions. There you go. Exactly. Exactly. Um, another kind of flash in a pan, Lars Sullivan. Yeah, that's like it's it's one of those names like. If you weren't there, you'll never know his name, you know? It was just quick. Uh, you, could you talk to people about, like, what made Lars Sullivan kind of unique? Not not what got him in trouble, but what kind of made him uh, a prospect? I mean, his look. Uh, he was huge. Not particularly my um, cup of tea in a wrestler, but he, was, he had a monster quality to him. He had a monster um, quality. Even in his face, he had kind of a monster. Yeah, his looking. his look, his appearance, everything was just, he looked like, you know, a monster. And they were really getting ready to push the fuck out of this guy, too. I'm pretty sure. Because uh, yeah. he, he was in NXT. Um, I watched him. And he had an actually okay match with uh, Malachi Black um, at, with one big botch. But... Uh, from there, he went straight to main roster. Now, do you remember what first started being the issue with him? Because it wasn't the, the, you know, anything he said necessarily. Um, well, I know that he was saying some very homophobic things, or he did at some point, probably but before he, his but, career. But, but, but before that, though. Well, I know what he did before that, but I'm saying like when he first kind of was you know seen as controversial was he was putting he they found old posts on like weightlifting forums or something like that with that were very homophobic so so but so besides that and the other thing that i think yeah thinking of um he started missing dates dude right that's right he had some type of mental health issues panic right which i right anxiety i feel horrible for that i mean if you have any type of anxiety, major anxiety syndrome, the WWE is probably one of the worst places, right, to work. Uh, yeah, anything where there's a camera <laughs> recording what you do and you have to be there live. and hey, just, just, yeah. to give you, just to give you an example, dude, I've been watching Maven. If you haven't watched me, you really got to go check his YouTube out. It's so good, mm. dude. Um, and good. Maven was saying that how stressful it was. And he said that one night he didn't have a very good match. It was like on raw. Right. Right. And right when he went to the back, Vince was waiting for him there. And Vince walked right up to him and says, you really need to think between now and tomorrow. If you really want this job mm. and just be, like, dude, imagine your CEO walking up to you and telling you that like after yeah. one performance. Yeah, I know. I, so, I've had similar things happen where, yeah, that's I don't prefer I don't prefer perform well myself with those type of stakes. Yeah, that that's that's rough. So there was that, and then there was what you said, and and so the panic attacks I I I, got, I feel bad for now. There was the weightlifting for stuff where he was making race or you know disability slurs, right? Um, I, I I thought it, I heard homophobic. It was but a homophobic, I homophobic. I read, I read it. It was mm. a, a particular interest to me because the dude is from Denver, and right. so yeah. you know he was talking to a lot of Denver people, 
And there was that. Now, they find him for that, which is very interesting to me. They find him for something he wrote on the internet, you know, 10 years previous. How, how do you feel about that? I mean, we're all different people than we were 10 years ago, but Surely. I don't know. I It really depends on this, uh, the circumstance and the, you know, uh, if they brought it up to him and maybe he denied it and sure. didn't come clean about it. Because um, I, I, I do think that there is, um, how do I put this? There are chances when you're probably being taken in by WWE to yeah. like say, okay, is there anything that might come up in the future that you did oh, 10 years ago so that we can is. get ahead of it or at least we know what it is in case it does happen and maybe... You know, they said, was this you like, on these no, forums? I'm, I'm good, no, I'm that good. wasn't me. Yeah, I got nothing. And then when that comes up, he's not being necessarily fine because it happened 10 years ago, but because he didn't disclose it to them or he wasn't upfront about it or honest about it when they, you know, asked him about it originally. So uh, it really depends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It depends. Um, but they obviously wanted to jump in front of it. They find him. And it was just went downhill from there. I mean... The panic attacks, this issue, one thing led to another, and he was released. And then after that, soon after, there was gay porn that he was also part of. Now, now was I'm that not, before he was released or after? Way before. I, I did watch yeah, it. Yeah, before he was released, right? I did right? watch yeah. it. Not the whole thing, but... Uh, uh, and it don't matter if I did, but it was a much younger, much younger Lars Sullivan with hair on his head. Which right. is especially Probably. shocking considering the gay slurs. Yeah, the, little the, little uh, ironic there. Little, um, not something we never seen before, but at the same time, um, unless crazy. you're you're well known for doing it, um, <laughs> and you go on to other things, and it, it's rare. But you know, being an adult paid for to be in an adult film, uh, distributed, you know, willingly. <laughs> Not like just having a tape or whatever. Yeah, um, it's not a sex tape. One, this was like a Vivid Productions Entertainment. Is one of the uh, true kiss of death uh, of any career, yeah. unless unless you're Rocky or you're uh, Sylvester Stallone. Right. There's very rare instances where you like, can make like it. Like you said, unless you're famous for it already, because and I've people seen a lot acknowledge of... that, and that's part of the story, right? Yeah, we have a lot of women like Jenny McCarthy who was on Playboy and stuff like that. Well, that no, uh, that's different. <laughs> that's well, she way didn't different. do straight up porn, but right, exactly. That I know of. Okay, well, guys, I have someone coming over, so we're gonna keep this episode to an hour. Um, and actually, Justin, I, I I've had fun talking about this in, in you know not in a positive way, but just getting your take and and mm -hmm. you know us both talking about how we feel about these incidences. I got a whole list of about 15 more. So And listen, unless... there are times when John will tell me the topic and I don't know it till we're right about to record. And that's where we get this kind of organic conversation out of it. And and that's why I'm not going to give you the rest of the list. We'll keep it okay. and we will talk about this uh, either next or uh, after that because we do have Wrestle Dream coming up. We've got a... W oh, dude, I really want to watch Shinsuke versus um, Tyler Rollins? Black. 
the Rollins. Oh, Tyler Bank. Yeah. Oh, no, Rollins. Seth Rollins. Shinsuke. <laughs> I really want to watch that match. That could be good. Yeah, should be. The first one was good. The one they did a few weeks ago was great. Yeah. Let's hopefully they Last have the guts standing. to give it. Hopefully they have the guts to give Nakamura that title. That be now that ain't gonna happen, bro. That would be crazy. But if well, they what are they gonna do with awesome. Seth? It's a, he'll get a backup in a month. But come on, he can get they're a backup gonna, Survivor nah, Series. But they're gonna want him to main event WrestleMania. So Seth? Yeah. No, night but, one. Night one. Well, listen, it's it's six months from now. He gets a back. It's he can get a back at Survivor Series of the Royal Rumble. Hey, look, bro. I'm not disagreeing with you. I would love that. And uh, hey, one more Nakamura thing. Nakamura deserves thing. it. He's done everything they've asked him to do, and well, Nakamura. One more thing. Uh, I got a new coworker, and he was wearing uh, his Kings shirt last night. Right? Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, you like the Kings?" He's like, "Hell yeah! I'm from wearing my uh, King shirt. <laughs> I'm from East LA." And right I was like, oh, okay, uh, Southeast L.A. And he was, he, you know, he, he has a thick uh, Spanish accent and stuff. And he was like, oh, I'm a huge, huge Kings fan. And oh, then right on. He, he goes, I said, yeah, I watch a lot of wrestling. He goes, oh, you know Chinsuke? And I said, who? <laughs> he said, Chinsuke. And I'm like, oh, Chinsuke Nakamura. He's like, that's my boy, man. He starts singing the theme song and everything. Oh, so, right on. That's uh, awesome. It's, it's cool to have a, a wrestling fan and an L.A. guy uh, at work. So kind of a, a nice little thing. I was telling him I know some people down there. So we'll see. Uh, yeah. Maybe I'll get maybe I'll get his opinion on uh, yeah. a match and he, he'll, can, he can let us know. So. All right. Those are your disgraced wrestlers of the week. We'll have more coming up here at In Ring Art on X, I guess. Although. X. That's temp- that's temporary right now. I don't know where. Uh, go on Instagram at in ring. In, no, no, Instagram's at, where I got most of my audience at anyway. So wrestling and pod, right? Yeah, that's go where to, you find us. Go to Instagram, guys. Go to yeah, Instagram. Instagram. That's where all the kids are. My uh, my Twitter feed has gotten so many bots in the last month, dude. I've had twenty five new bot followers. So really. Thank- Thanks, Elon. Yeah, it's it's getting ridiculous. Uh-huh. So, okay. No, there's very I there's a few people that I still I'm on Twitter still for. Um, that a lot a lot of people I like have to interact left. with. A lot of people have left that I was interacting yeah. with. There's very right. few that like if I can't inter- that I can't that I like interacting with on Twitter that I can't on it, that don't Instagram, which is weird, but that's the way it is. Maybe I'll just have to start using Instagram more because you should. Yeah, yeah, again, Twitter, Twitter's kind of falling apart. Threads is not quite there yet. Um, maybe it will be. So we will see. But we'll have a lot more to talk about. Wrestle Dream. We'll have uh, Fast Lane. We'll have uh, all sorts of good stuff and some more disgraced wrestlers. Thank you guys so much for listening. Again, at Wrestling and Pod on Instagram, at In Ring Art on Twitter, and Instagram, at John Ensman on Twitter. Um, so you guys have a great night and justin you have a good night too my brother and we will see you all later good night my friend